New FAA regulations announced today are looking to make the skies a little safer, but can anything truly save us from those metal death traps hurling through the air? And later, OPR's theater critic joins us to break down that little scene your daughter threw in the car this morning. From The Onion and Onion Public Radio, I'm Leslie Price, and this is The Topical. If you have any questions about today's news, they might be answered in the next few minutes, so please hold on to them until the end of the program. Stay with us. The Federal Aviation Administration is taking additional safety precautions for air travelers, announcing today that it has implemented a new regulation that restricts passenger jets to flying no higher than 15 feet above ground. I'm joined by OPR's Marcy Hammond, who's been following the story. Welcome, Marcy. Thanks for having me, Leslie. Didn't have much of a choice, really. So tell us about this new FAA rule. Well, it appears to be pretty straightforward. Any aircraft flying within the United States will be required to keep an altitude between 5 and 15 feet. I spoke with FAA representative Tom Garner, who told me that the decision to limit air travel to about five meters up in the air was made in an effort to make airplanes safer and reduce crash fatalities. Now, we ran the numbers and realized that the majority of plane crashes had one thing in common. They were in the air at a great height and then hit the ground at a very high speed. If an airplane plummets to the ground from 20, 30,000 feet, there is nearly zero chance of survival. But a plane that crashes from the height of, uh, let's say, the roof of a small one-story house it's more likely to bump and slide to a halt. Interesting, but why 15 feet? Why not 10 or 20? Well, according to Garner, 15 feet seemed high enough to still fly a plane, but low enough to not put passenger lives at risk, which is the FAA's main focus here. Hmm. I actually spoke to several air travelers, and most seem, at the very least, cautiously optimistic. I was bummed at first because I figured the view wouldn't be as good, but then I took a work trip to Tulsa and realized that flying at 15 feet cuts a good 30 minutes from takeoff and landing. I don't know why they didn't think of this sooner. I definitely definitely feel safer. And it's good to know that I can open the emergency exit at any time, and it won't be as big as a deal as when I tried at 30,000 feet. I think it's a good idea. Oh my God, get down! Was that a plane? Yes, an Airbus A321, in fact, as it was weaving in and out of houses and tall buildings. Mm. The FAA is still in the process of marking flight paths for unsuspecting pedestrians, but for now, they're reminding the public to look both ways before walking outside. I see. And how much safer is this new rule? I asked Garner the same thing, and this is what he told me. We've had zero casualties in every one of the 42 crashes that have occurred since the new regulation went into effect. And most of these crashes were what we call a wingding. That's when a plane wing clips a billboard or a radio tower. Flying has always been a safe way to travel, but now we can say that it's even safer. In fact, it's much more likely to be killed at home standing on your second floor balcony than it is to die in the airplane that sideswiped it. Well, it sounds like the new rule has been keeping passengers safe so far. Indeed. OPR's Marcy Hammond reporting. Thank you, Marcy. Thank you. A new report from the Surgeon General's office aims to change the way we think about cocaine. In a surprising reversal on dangers of the drug, Surgeon General Dr. Jerome Adams held a press conference today and had this to say. While this department still strongly advises the public against dangerous habitual cocaine use, I'd just like to clarify that a bit of blow here and there won't kill you. Joining me now is our health correspondent, Jenna Resnick. Hi, Jenna. Hello. Jenna, you're a doctor. Tell me, it sounds like the Surgeon General's new stance on cocaine might be a little more laid back than what we're 
used to. You could certainly say that, yeah. It's a step back from the previous position of the U.S. Public Health Service, though Adams clarified that despite his new viewpoint, his office is not advocating for any serious changes to its regulations. Take a listen. Extensive, regular cocaine use can still lead to abusing harder, deadlier drugs, sure. But if you're just looking for a quick pick-me-up after having a few too many drinks down at the club, stopping into the bathroom for a little nose candy with your buddies ain't that big a deal. Oh, wow. Well, that is good news. And what did the Surgeon General have to say about doing an eight ball off a stripper's back? Yeah, he touched on that briefly and mentioned uh-huh. that as long as you don't do it every night, you're all good. Oh, yeah, fucking right. And that you'd be better <laughs> off limiting your use to special occasions or a quick bump every now and then before a big meeting. Or podcasts. Yes, or podcasts. <laughs> yeah, a lot of podcasts. <laughs> You know, the news happens every night, and then I got to talk about it right away and get a podcast out every day, you know? And what about Molly? What did he say about Molly? I don't think they said anything uh-huh. about MDMA in this latest report. Oh, can you ask? Because that's my shit. I think it's important to add that the report yeah. did say to be cautious because uh-huh. some guys out there aren't pushing that premium booger sugar, and <laughs> you could end up with some bad shit that's laced with angel dust. Angel what? Which the Surgeon General uh, said oh. could be a, quote, major bummer in the wrong circumstance. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Leslie, what's wrong? Where's that fucking voice coming from? Leslie, it's uh, just me. I'm a reporter. Uh, uh, I'm doing a report. Uh, well, what the fuck? Where is my body? There is no me. I, I, I have to eat this or else I'm going to die. Okay, well, I'm going to go back to work now. <laughs> There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Well, not every news story is worthy of an award-winning journalist breaking it down for a couple of minutes with audio clips and interviews, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be generally aware that they happened. So here's what else you need to know today. The FDA today approved of the idea of finding a coronavirus cure, citing that such a cure could help stop the spread of the virus, and that would be a very good thing to do if they're able. After public outcry, Microsoft Word has announced they'll be removing their mass shooter manifesto template. The feature, which included unique fonts, layouts, and lists of reasons why, will no longer be available in future versions of the software. And finally, I saw a guy on the subway today eating a whole head of cabbage like it was an apple. It was pretty wild. Well, that's the topical for today. I'm Leslie Price, and I hope you've gained enough fresh news today to forget whatever the news was yesterday. The topical is written, produced, and edited by a great team of people. I won't name them all right now, but it's not because I don't know their names. It's because someone else needs this room, and it looks like they're getting mad. 